join us. Garvey, Cubby, how the hell are you guys? Ding, ding, round two. Round two. Ding, 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 ding. Garvey, my brother. Yes, sir. Bring us in like only you can do it. You sweet, <laughs> sexy other damn man you are. Bring us in, baby. Alrighty then. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. For the millions that's watching over and the billions that's in attendance. Are you ready? I'm ready. I said, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Pat, Pat, make sure your mic's fixed. Check, 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 Roger. How can my mic be broke when I dressed it up with a horse and I put a helmet on it? (laughs) This mic is the golden something word I lost. (laughs) Now introducing Big P, Carve Jackson, and Coach Swoops. This is D Line Sports. Yes. We got a lot to go through. We're going to move the show pretty fast today. Um, Coach, I need you to start us off. What the friggin' frack happened to our Colts? Okay, so do you want the, the, the popular opinion or you want the truth? I want the truth. Hey, we're fans just like everybody else, so everybody always gets our fan perspective. We're not journalists. <laughs> we don't read off a frickin' teleprompter. Okay. Give us the truth, Coach. Go ahead, Coach. Okay, the truth, the Colts lost. And when I say the Colts lost, they lost in, in a lot of phases of the game. I and agree and it, with that. it all came down to opportunities with uh, the Colts. Okay. And I, go ahead. Michael Pittman getting one tipped off of his fingertips in the corner of the end zone. I see that. Dive, would have been a beautiful diving catch. Yeah, it would have been beautiful. Would have been difficult to make. But if Phillip Rivers makes that throw, touchdown, the whole game's different. Right. Uh, there was. I can I can throw one in there. It was a decision that was made mm-hmm. on a fourth and four. That yeah. Was yeah. Rather mysterious. Yeah. Instead of uh, instead of kicking a field goal, we went for we went for it, and, and we didn't make it. Right? And, and then it comes back and you bit us in the butakis. How much did we lose by? Three. Oh, okay. This so that would have if we had made that field goal in that situation, and there's nothing saying we would have. I mean. Things happen in the playoffs. It might have been a missed field goal. might have been blocked, whatever. But if you make that decision and the field goal goes through, we at least go to overtime. Right, right. right. But there was another decision made later. Go ahead. And the Colts were getting ready to kick an extra point and kicked and made the extra point. In the middle of kicking and making the extra point, there was a penalty. And instead of coming back and kicking the extra point again, Frank Reich decides that it was a good idea. Well, we'll just go for two. That so is- the, a combination of one or a couple of those things happens, and maybe we could have won by as much as eight points. We could have went into overtime. Yeah, I mean, it was sometimes – I even caught – okay, it was one time where – 
where it was a field goal was kicking, and even though he missed it, but they called a timeout after. It was sometimes the timeouts was called after the play was ran. It seemed like it. Yeah. It seemed like it. But what would happen was the refs were just taking a long time to stop the play. Okay, but you noticed that too as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what, what it comes down to is I don't think – I don't think the refs were doing a very good job of relaying the information from, okay, I got the timeout, stop the play, you know, yeah. pick up the ball, you know, stop the clock, whatever. It was, oh, you said timeout? Hey, how you doing today, Bob? Hi. You know, First I had out. a cup of coffee this morning, man, my stomach's kind of upset. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, stop the clock. And, uh, and we already got a first down and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that play doesn't count. That play doesn't count. Yeah, that, that it kind of – Seemed really, really. It, it looks, it looks, it looks like the the optics are bullshit. But it, they did call the timeout. Yeah, it was it was done the, on time before the, the clock. And now I will say this. You know, I'm going to defend my Colts. I'm mm-hmm. going to defend my coach. If just one of those plays panned out for the plus side to us, oh yeah, Frank it's, it pays off double. Looks like he looks like a genius. A, a genius. If two of those plays worked out he would have got coach of the year now how many years have we gone through as Colts fans protecting the lead controlling the clock slowing the tempo down and now we got Frank Reich that matches the aggression of play calling to the aggression of the game myself personally I love it did it work out for us? No. But if it would have, we a total different conversation tonight. Correct. So well, everybody's got to, you know, you, you can cut both ways. Don't yeah. just cut the way yeah. that's convenient for you. Cut back the other way and say, damn, what if Michael Pittman was one step faster? What if Philip Rivers was six more degrees to the left? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's well, and it's it's easy to say what if. It's easy to say what Every, if. exactly anytime. But How, this is where I where the what if stops. Yeah, is that his play calling is matching the aggression of the game. The, just a couple weeks, I was saying, why are we taking our throat, our, our our foot off their throats? And here he is playing calls, trying to go up seventeen to seven going into halftime. That's that's yeah. what I want to see. That's me personally. Now, did I think those three points was going to bite us in the ass? Yeah, you called it. Yes. You called it. You know, does yeah. it, is it the smart play to, to take the points while you can? Yes. But not every field goal is automatic. Not a, And we we missed one. Hot Rod missed one. Yes. So he could have missed that, that was the, one. That was the other opportunity it, I was it, thinking it, of that we missed. I couldn't, I couldn't recall it. If he did miss that one instead of right going for it, we're now having the conversation, but it is now well, directed towards. If, if Pittman makes that catch, and uh, you know, uh, uh, Blankenship, Rodrigo Blankenship makes that field goal, you're not talking about Frank Reich's decisions at all. No. Now you have to fall back on the players. You're still talking yeah. about the outcome, but now, now your yeah. your discussion has gone to Rodrigo instead of Coach Reich. I mean, yeah. I'm, that's I, why I go back. But to, at the same at the same time, at the same time, you're talking about two rookies. Absolutely. And for the most part, Rodrigo Blankenship has stepped up most of the season and, and looked fantastic for fantastic. a rookie kicker. I ain't got a damn word bad to say about M- Michael Pittman. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say Michael Pittman has looked like an all star at this point in his career. 
But he's looked, he's looked, he's looked, he's looked very promising. There's been times, there's been times where you see him going back to the huddle and Philip Rivers putting his hand on the back of his neck and being like, you know, on the, on the way to the sideline or whatever, because on a third down, he ran left and should have been going right. That kind of thing. But it's like, those are things you go through with rookies. But this is Coach Wright's third year, correct? Yes. Now he's going into fourth year. He's got a lot of young players. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. In key positions. Everybody knows what kind of play caller he is. And True. the progression that he's going to play. So if they don't elevate their game, they know they're sitting on the bench and then gone. Yeah. Right. So Yeah, that's Jonathan Taylor. Next year – that aggressive play calling is going to pan out more times than not because now the players know what to expect and they're stepping up their game because they know that Frank is an aggressive player. Well, and I'm sure, I'm sure there's been games this year that I'm not thinking of because this, it's one of those things when you gamble and win, you never remember it. It's when you gamble and lose that you remember. So I'm sure there was times this year where he went for it on fourth and whatever, and we were just like, okay, well, we got first down. And actually, that was probably a key play in the game. The Buffalo Bills beat us two ways. Josh Allen extending plays. Oh, my God. Yes. And red zone. Yes. Josh Allen. That's it. We dominated every other facet of that game, but those two components, the extended plays – that Josh first Allen made with his feet, yeah, and the red zone scoring. First time in NFL history, a team had over 450 yards in offense and no turnovers and lost in the playoffs. Right. I'm. I'm. A, their I'm, quarterback had more rushing yards than their their running back did. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna oh, say. I'm gonna say this right here. You see how the NFL is changing, right? I mean, yeah, we have pocket when it comes to quarterbacks. You have pocket pl- passers, which these, has these hybrid, but these, these athletic ad, these athletic quarterbacks could make. Now they're making plays with their legs. It's okay being a pocket. I'm Patrick not Mahomes, uh, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Tua Tagovailoa, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. So uh, and, and so that and so. That's just off the tops of our head. Exactly. So, but that's that's what I'm saying. So, the Colts, in my opinion, they're one piece away, and I think it's that quarterback wise. Because if we get that quarterback, okay, sometimes like okay, nobody was open on uh for the Bills. Josh Allen didn't see nothing. What did the man do? He wasn't Here afraid. We go. He ran and here bloop. we go. And 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 with the size of that man. And I know a lot of Colts fans aren't going to like hear six, this. He's like 6'6". He reminds me a lot of Andrew Luck with his size and yes. athleticism. Trevor, you want to tell him or you want me to tell him? What? You know who Josh Allen's quarterback coach is? Oh, yeah. Andrew Hamilton. Oh, yeah. shocker. And Pep Hamilton shocker. Andrew Luck's quarterback coach at Stanford. It's it's the same. It is the absolutely the same set. And he's built like same, a linebacker. Same set of skills. Similar style of play, and now you know why. Yeah, it, 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 the, the, he's not afraid. And then we saw him run, ran right into uh, Darius Leonard. Did when he ran, Darius Leonard stood him up. He stood him up like, and he didn't fall to the ground. And this is the maniac you're going against. Now I am going to say something about. I, I want to talk about that just a little make bit. It quick, make it quick. Yeah, just a little bit. 
they talked about that in the game. Do you know Darius Leonard was playing his playing weight this year was two fifteen. Two- 217 pounds. I thought it was 215. There are safeties in the NFL that are bigger than that. Yeah. And he said he liked it because he could move around better. I'm sorry, Darius, eat a damn sandwich next Biscuits year. Biscuits and gravy, baby. Yes, yes, please. A guy that will teach you how to dance for them. <laughs> <laughs> eat, eat a sandwich and next year put, put Josh Allen on the, his the back. The bad thing is, real quick. I love it, though. Coming into the season, into training camp, Darius Leonard was beat. He was a two twenty eight, I think, starting the he, season. I mean, he was really cut. Now, uh, Jake Harris says, I've taken shit from Jeremy Swokes for a decade now. <laughs> for being a Jaguars fan, what's your guys' take on Myers officially being named head coach? I, you I, got two minutes. Coach. Coach. So, I, I posted a meme today on, on a site. Yeah. It was a picture of Urban Meyer stepping off of a plane in the Jacksonville, Florida, and stepping in a pile of dog shit. That's kind of how I feel about what <laughs> what the decision. Now, honestly, though, Urban Meyer is a great pickup for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a lot like Pete Carroll. So, I mean, you're getting a, a college guy coming into the pros. I think it's a good pickup for them. Uh, I think that's going to be a, a good pickup. But I'm going to say this, Jacksonville Jaguar fans, don't expect a lot of change right Early. away. No, it's going to be Not, a couple it's years. Gonna, it's, go, it's going to be a Two process. Now, you got the head coach. Let's get their GM on board. If you get them on board and everything's done properly, get that locker room taken care they of. They also got a GM, if, I, if I'm correct. They do. Uh, that's, from, say, that's why I say get them a GM. He's the, the head of scouting from the L.A. Rams. He is? Yeah, so okay. he's, he's so, pick some talent. So you get you – get, them two on the same page and get make sure that locker room is good, you should be great. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say the opposite of you, Firebase. I say expect huge changes with Myers being in, and they're going to be great changes. Myers is a winning coach. He is. wins wherever he goes. I don't he think de- it's going to show right away, though. He develops I don't talent. Know. He develops, not right he's, away. He's, he is the coach. I mean, he's going to have sunshine, but, you know. He, he is the well, we'll see what their, their GM is going to do, too, because they're going to have a lot of money under the cap. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got playoffs to talk about, gentlemen. Yeah. Playoffs? Playoffs? <laughs> playoffs? That, that was my caption. <laughs> don't talk to me about playoffs. Just because we're not in there. I think the key to this game is going to come from the sky. What is that weather going to look like? Mm. You know, I'm going to throw a stat out here to you. Every time Green Bay has been the number one seed in the playoffs, they've gone to the Super Bowl. Every time they have been the number one seed, they have gone to the Super Bowl. Now let me throw one back at you. Every time Green Bay has faced the number one defense, they've lost. No, you're talking about every time that Aaron Rodgers has out of the last four. Okay, Aaron Rodgers. The last four times. He's 0-4. That is Green Bay. Yeah. But I believe you're looking at a situation I don't know if – I don't know if Jared Goff is going to be able to be effective with a a throwing hand where he's got three pins in his throwing hand thumb. Do you know what his stats was last week? He didn't have a great day. But he didn't have a horrible day. He didn't have a horrible day. But Seattle's defense isn't like Green Bay's either. They will get after the quarterback in Green Bay. So so who, who are you going with? 
I'm going with Green Bay. I'm and going. I don't know. I don't know what the spread is, but bet on it. They're going to meet it. They're going to make the spread. I'm going with Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers. That's a well, bad. Well, Aaron Donald's not healthy either. Yeah, and and their running back, uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. I like him too. So you got they can run the damn. Yeah, ball. they can run the ball. So I'm gonna say the Packers about to have fun with them. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I, I just I don't think the Rams have got. I don't. They're not healthy. They're beat up. And it's not because I think they're a bad team. They're a good team. They deserve to be where they're at. If they're decent. They, they've, their play, to me, has not been consistent enough to be a championship-caliber team where Green Bay has. Yeah. And lighting up what you mentioned is the weather. It doesn't matter if it's snowing, raining, freezing or not. Aaron Rodgers he plays can, well. can throw the ball extremely accurate in any weather condition. His team can play. In Jared, Jared Goff's going to have a bad day. I see the Rams having a bad day. Yeah. So I'm, I too, going with the Packers. Um, we got a couple more minutes. Any, you guys want to bring up anything else on that, or uh, use our extra let, let, Let's else? throw in a little bit of a prop bet here. Okay. How many? What's the over and under on uh, oh. how many times Jared Goff gets hit? Hit, hit. Like hit, hit, sack. sacked, hit. Between up, harassed. No, no more than six. No more than six. No more than six. You believe that? Yeah, I'm gonna say that, dude. He's gonna be like a fence post back there. Yeah. I, and I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bet he's gonna have at least two turnovers. If they don't establish the running game extremely early, yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah he's yeah. hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's hurt. All right, Tony. Next game. Next game is at 8:15 Saturday night. Ravens at the Bills. That's Harvey a fun start one. Oh man! Two minute drill. Go. Well, you got more than two minutes. Bro. All right. So we That's got. Fun to say. <laughs> so we got two highly. It's the hybrid quarterback. A hybrid quarterback. We was talking about Lamar Jackson, and you got. Uh, What's his face for over the Bills? <laughs> Josh Allen. Josh Allen, thank you. M- MVP, my my pick. So, I would say this is going to go more towards the sky. And if they go towards more of the sky, the Bills have them a little bit up higher than that. But if they cannot contain, Bills can't contain Lamar, the Ravens will pull off that win, that upset. It's a coin flip to me. It's like a coin that's double-sided. You know, the mm-hmm. yin to the yang, they are very similar if you look at it. Yeah. So, but I am going to call a upset alert, upset alert. I'm going with the Ravens. Because well. he's a Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I think, I think they had a big emotional win last week with Baltimore. It's very, very emotional. They they needed to get Lamar Jackson his first playoff win. I think they run into a brick wall this week. I think Buffalo gets them. It's it's they're not. I like I like it falls to your consistency thing. And this to me, Baltimore can run the ball, but can they throw it all the time? Not always. Sometimes they can. Sometimes they can't. But what and, if, and I don't blame Lamar Jackson for that. That's his receivers. They can't catch a cold. But what about their defense? Their defense, again, they're Jekyll and Hyde. 
one week Matthew Judon will come out and he'll look like you know the, the second coming of Lawrence Taylor. Then the next week you'll you'll not hear his name called once. So you don't know what's coming in. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's very inconsistent. Buffalo's been very consistent this year. So I I see them just. I mean, how many games not they shutting lost? down the run, but slowing down the run. You never shut down the run on and Baltimore. You, and I'm sorry to cut in your no, time. No, you're good. All right, so but remember, okay, so when the Colts played the Ravens, we got beat kind of. Well, it wasn't that bad, wasn't it? No, we lost by three. No, we lost by three. So And we lost by three by the Bills. Yeah. So do you think it's going to be a closer game? Would you say? Uh, let me throw this one out here. Do you, would you say no. if you had to pick a defense, would you pick Baltimore's There's defense or or the Colts' defense? Uh, I think the Colts' defense is I, better than Baltimore's. I'll defense. say I'll have to go with our defense as well. Yeah. So you're talking about Buffalo, who's averaged 38 points a game this year. But we we shut we shut them down. I mean, we didn't shut them down. We didn't shut them down, but we they scored 27. Yeah, we, we scored. And they're playing. 24. To me, Baltimore is a step down defense wise to what the Colts are. See, I was always see. I'm so used to Baltimore being that hard hitting. No, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. The, the Baltimore signature now is they are going to hit you in the face with the running game, and they're going to hold on to the ball, and they're going to limit the time that the defense is on mm-hmm. the field, and they'll beat you that way. So what they got three players, the first team in NFL history to have three players with over over 600 yards rushing. So, so who are you going with? I'm going with uh, Buffalo. Well, uh, I just want to correct you. The uh, Colts, I believe the Colts lost to the Ravens 24-10. We did. Yeah, it wasn't about three points. No, I thought you were talking about Buffalo. No, we lost the Ravens. When we lost the Ravens, yeah, it was it was so a great yeah. yeah, go for it. Okay. Now, I, too, am going to go with the Ravens. Okay. But for a couple of factors. Won't be like me. Buffalo still has a problem containing the running game. Mm-hmm. Baltimore has a really good running game. Oh, nobody's going to stop the running game this year. If we had a quarterback that could have extended just a two or three plays, the outcome would have been totally different. Baltimore has that. Baltimore has that quarterback mm-hmm. that can ex- ex- extend those plays to get those scores. And – they know, and I know they know because they wa- they watch my pregame show. <laughs> you have to play containment on Josh Allen because he's that good to to extend those plays. Yeah, they've got they've got three scores on plays extended by his feet. Yeah, yeah, on us. Yeah, I guarantee you, they're watching tape saying we cannot do that. There was one play, uh, two Ray was was rushing in on him, and he just spun right around him. Got picked up the first down mm-hmm. instead of playing his his containment line. You know, which you're taught to go towards the ball. Yeah, yeah. I get that. But when you're on that outside, you're also taught that these are your lanes that you cannot let anything pass you. But from, do you do you think Pee-wee do you think Baltimore's defense is disciplined enough to if, stop that? If they are, yes. They they will easily handle that. They will that's easy, that's the thing I'm banking off handle off of is Buffalo. their inconsistency, because Buffalo's key weapons are in Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and Beasley. Yeah, and Smith. They're they're tight end. Now, 
you contain them and you bottle them up, they can't do nothing against you. Yeah. But their their defense isn't that great. But no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Tredavious middle, middle, tre- middle of the pack. Tredavious White, Josh Norman, uh, Tremaine Overall, Ed Oliver. Overall, middle of the pack. (laughs) I'd put put them in the upper third. I think they're middle pack. But that's me. But that's why I'm going with Ravens, uh, because they do have those offensive playmakers that we don't have Mm -hmm. that can extend those plays and capitalize from it. Yes. That's me. Okay. Okay. I can accept that. All right. Tony. Anybody, you guys got anything else for Ravens Bills? No. No, sir. All right. Sunday afternoon, 3.05 in the afternoon, you got Browns versus Chiefs. This is going to be a fun one. I've heard several scenarios out here that could play out. We'll see what happens. It could be a a fun one. Carvey. Oh, yes. Start us off. Oh, Browns, man. Chiefs. Oh man, what can I say? It's gonna be a a battle. This is gonna be a a a. a this should have been the Super Bowl. I'm just saying, but <laughs> I'm, I ain't gonna lie. You got you got think about it. the Browns. They look like a Super Bowl team. They did against Pittsburgh. They they look like a Super Bowl team. Really well. I mean, so you can't tell me Brown. Eh, no. So if so, you tell me right now. <laughs> so you tell me right now if the Browns beat the Chiefs, are they a Super Bowl contender? Well, obviously, because they just they I just know. took out they just took out the best team in the AFC. They, I mean, my thing is this: Steelers. As long as long as the Browns keep winning, of course there's a Super Bowl. Uh, but I'm just saying, I, I I see good things happen. They are defense is deadly. Their offense is very versatile, a hybrid quarterback like we talk about. Yes. Now we got two hybrid quarterbacks. Again, you got you got Patrick Mahomes and you got uh, Mayfield. You think he's Mayfield's a he, yeah, he he likes to run. He likes to run. He does, but I he, don't. He likes to run, but he doesn't. He doesn't run to run. He runs. He's a, he runs to be able to pass. Yeah, he, he's got those white but, boy feet. He ain't. But running. The, he but ain't still, running he's faster. And he's he's, he's faster. Fa- he's fa- fat. No, I'm not taking nothing away from him. I, <laughs> I think he ran his competitive. I think he ran a four seven forty in the combine. Really? Yeah. I don't see it on the film. But <laughs> but my thing is this. He takes little steps. And 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 the thing is and and the thing about this and this is why I say the Browns are deadly. He's having fun yeah. playing. He's having he's fun. Loose. He's loose and he's having fun. And with that right there, when you're doing what you have to do and having fun at that, at that level, you're dangerous. It does seem like the media has really backed off of him. Yes, and and, 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 and he's his microphone antics. So here. so I so and I know the Chiefs. They're gonna do what they're gonna have to do because yes, they got one of the best wide receivers in the league. You mean one of? Well, yeah. And, and bet one of the, one of no the bet. best tight end in the league, yeah. but and the Browns defense is good, but I just see the Browns offense plays a little bit more better than and I'm going to say this. So I'm going with the Browns. Four, four games this weekend that we have. Yeah, this is the one that's the most likely to be an upset. Browns, and the reason, and I'm I'm saying this for several reasons. I think it's the most likely to be an upset. 
because I can see several things happening here. Kansas City's had a week off. Mm-hmm. They sat Mahomes the week before that. Mm-hmm. So he's not played in two weeks. So the last time Mahomes has played meaningful football has probably been a few weeks. As Colts fans, we've seen that before. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got that. The other thing, you've got a hungry Browns team coming in mm-hmm. who just beat arguably a top top four team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So they haven't been in the playoffs in how many years? The town's getting behind them. Yeah, I mean, the town's getting behind them. Everybody wants to see them win. They're hyped up. Kansas City will have to come in there in that game and early punch them in the mouth, remind them that they're the Cleveland Browns, or they're going to be in a dogfight. And And I don't know if you want to be in a dogfight with Cleveland this season. Dog pound. I'm just saying, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Baker Mayfield is an elite quarterback. I don't. I don't think that there is anything about Cleveland other than their coaching that is elite. Everything else to me and, is very average. And, and that's and that's what's but going to make them. They they play together and they yes. got great coaching. And they have and they're going to have fun out there. They're having and, a blast. And I'm telling you and that they get right Denzel there. Ward back this week. I know. And Cream, I'm saying right now, Cream Hunt. He's hungry. He's out for blood. He's out for blood. It's just him and Andy Reid had a little. I ain't gonna say a tweet war, but he's like he said, "I feel betrayed." Andy Reid got and it's like, "I believe in you." But you broke my heart twice, you know, and, and he's like, "It I, is what it is." Yeah, all right. So it's <laughs> Cream Hudson. Do, do you know what I would love to see? What a, a 45-44 game, but I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll see. I just, I'm, I'm the weather. The weather's going to be trash, and this, it's in Kansas City. This is where I have a problem with the Browns winning this game. Okay, their their defense is great. They're going to get to Patrick Mahomes. But if they don't contain him, he's he's more accurate on the run out of the pocket than he is in the pocket. That is facts. You know? Especially with that so, left hand. You know, there's only so many choices you can make when you're rushing the quarterback. Rush the dude or contain the dude. Yeah. That's all you've got. You know, so it's going to come down to the Browns' defensive play calling, what they're going to do. Me personally, I would contain him. Well, I, I I tell you, if you've if with Kansas City, you are truly picking your poison. Yes. Yeah. So, are you are you gonna are you gonna stop Tyree Kill? Are you gonna stop Travis Kelsey? Are you gonna try to stop Clyde edwards alaire Are you gonna try to stop? You just overall? you don't know. Pick pick your poison. Because I'll tell you now, if you if you blitz Mahomes, yes, he's gonna yeah he's gonna just dump it over the top of your linebackers yeah, Kelsey all will day. Have a monster day. Yeah, Tyreek Hill doing these little drag routes. They're going to beat the shit out of you that way. If you stack in the box to try to slow down the run when they start handing off to Alaire, then shoot. Hill's, Hill's yeah. going to have a big day. Yeah, exactly. So it's just one of those things. You've got to hope that you can slow them down. You're not going to stop them. No. You just got to slow them down and make them make a mistake on key plays. This game this game will likely, if, if it's a dogfight, will come down to four or five plays. Well, see, and this is my point. If you do slow them down and you turn it into a dogfight, 
I don't think Cleveland has enough to stay in that fight. I think they need to muck it up. They, they, they need to. They, they, they're hungry. But you get into a shooting match with these Chiefs, you ain't going to win. Not likely. Not you're, likely, you, but. You're just not going to win. And But here's the thing, too. How do you beat how do you beat the Chiefs? You keep Patrick keep, Mahomes keep off, the off the field. He he is beatable. He is very beatable beatable. Absolutely. Cleveland has probably two of the top ten running backs in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Not one between, but between Hunt and Chubb. So I mean, if you can just keep yeah, toting the rock, keep toting the rock. They got they got clock. Edwards and and they got Le'Veon Bell on yeah, the other you know side. What? I I'm I'm not giving anything to Le'Veon Bell. Me I, I refuse to. Yeah, that's, but that's your mistake. Alaire's good. Alaire's really good. And he's going to be better. But that being said, all, all that being said, I'm still going to go with Kansas City. You can't you can't knock out the champ until the champ's been knocked out. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you're, you're going with Chiefs. Carver, who are you going with? I'm going with the Browns. Carver. He don't with care. <laughs> I, and, and I'm going with the Chiefs. I just don't believe. Cleveland right now has enough to, I, I, to I think overcome. Cleveland, I think Cleveland shot their wide, and it's been a great year for them. Hey, bring it to I'm the not Midwest. They're not going to bring anything. Bring to it the to the game. Midwest. It, first quarter is going to be a good quarter. Browns but bring it to the Midwest. That, the Chiefs are just going to walk away and do what the Chiefs do. Bring it to the Midwest, Browns. That's what I'm going to say. Bring it to the Midwest. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that it's going to be a fun game and. And I do hope they make it a competitive game. I just don't see it. I just I, they don't. To me, they don't have the offensive weapons and firepower to keep up with the Chiefs. Well, again, if the Chiefs, the Chiefs if the Chiefs are rusty and the Chiefs are already looking at the AFC Championship game instead of counting on trying right. to beat Cleveland, they're going to get beat. You can't overlook them. It can. It can happen. Mm-hmm. I, so I'm not saying it can. I'm saying of all the games this weekend, that's the one that's set up. To be an upset. I'm not saying it will be. I'm saying that's what it looks like. Okay. Right. You guys got anything else? No, sorry. Chiefs I'm Browns? Good. I'm good on that one. Tony. Liberu. I'm right. to the we got o- Bucks Saints at 640. Battle of the Old Man. Sunday night. Battle of the Old Man's. At, the History at Channel. Nolens. The History Channel is playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> I seen I seen a, uh, a memes where they was like two. Uh, they had Tom Brady and uh, Drew Brees looking super old. Everybody still holding the football like with gray hair and everything. <laughs> Drew Brees had some had some uh, reading glasses on. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. So you've got you got two guys with roughly ninety years of life experience playing quarterback. In this game, that's crazy. It is, it and they and they top tier, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Both of them upper half of the league, and I, I would say I would say both of them top ten had not Drew Brees gotten beat up like he did this year. Yeah. But so, what we're looking at, you might be looking at Drew Brees' last game. True. Because he's talking about when this season's over, it's over. He's coaching for a high school football team. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know what his his post football plans are. He might be buying a fishing pole, moving down to the Keys or something. I don't know. But he doesn't move the Keys. He's got the ocean right there. Yeah, with him. he sure does. But but really, I think you're going to see 
Drew Brees playing the the best he could possibly play at this point. I don't think he's taking anything for granted. I think he wants to go out like John Elway, like Peyton Manning, where the last game he plays is a Super Bowl win. Hmm. I I just see that. You know, I I see that's what he wants. So so I I, I think New Orleans defense. Alvin Kamara, Drew Brees playing inspired football. Maybe they just get past Tampa Bay and Drew and uh, Tom Brady going after his his millions that he's going to get on bonuses. Have you seen Have you seen his incentive package? Who's Tom Brady's? No. Tom Brady's incentive package for the entire playoffs. If he makes it through the entire playoffs and wins the Super Bowl, he gets an extra six and a half million dollars. That's nuts. You know, I mean, that's probably, what, a third of his his salary for this season? I'm not 100% sure. But he gets, I think if he wins this game, just one game, I think he gets it's uh, $750,000 extra on his contract for this game. So so who who you got? I got New Orleans in this one because I can't bear, I can't bear to – yeah. Say Tom Brady going to go to the NFC Championship yeah. game. <laughs> All right, Carter, what's your uh, take on Bucks Saints? I'm gonna be the devil's advocate right here. Now I'm not a, I'm not a no, TV I fan, mean, yeah. but we, we know we know you. We 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 know you. We know we look. We know who's a TV it's fan. Be real disappointed when Mitch Trubisky isn't back there next year. Oh my year. God. <laughs> I know Pat is in love with Tom Brady. He wanted oh, Tom Brady all the time. But, One you know. week it's New Orleans. Next week it's Patriots. I ain't say nothing about New Orleans. I say, I say no. I say he's a Tom oh, Brady man, fan. get it right. But anyways. <laughs> Look whose mic is dressed up. Ain't yours. Anyways. I know it will be next week, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be late. Tom. <laughs> okay, the Buccaneers. Run game has stepped up. Their run game has stepped up. I ain't say this spectacular, but it stepped and up. That Saints defense, though. I know, but then their offenses, offense. Cam Jordan, Demario Davis. They, their, their, their offense. The Buccaneers' offense. When Tom Brady wants to make some something happen, he can. Not with his legs, with his arm. He's, he's a vet. He's Tom Brady. He's Tom freaking Brady, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. I I give respect when it's due, and the man's a – he's a legend out there. A legend versus a legend. And I, right now, I'm just going with the higher legend, Tom Brady. And he's out – he got the mind frame as the sheriff. He's out there. He wants to win. He will get in somebody's ass if you he has to. Well, yeah, he's going to get in somebody's ass because he wants that one and a quarter million for that. Uh, so, I mean, so, so, I mean, he, he's, <laughs> going, he's going to do what he has to do. So – I'm going to say, I'm going to pick the Bucks. I'm going to see, because I'm going to see Tom Brady. He's about to be playoff Tom Brady. I think it, for, for Tampa Bay to win this game, every everything around Tom Brady has to work. And and this is the playoff Tom Brady that you're about to see. But and are you going to get playoff Mike Evans, playoff Chris Godwin, playoff you you know, have whoever? To, you're we, have, we, all of that is going to have to Brown. work. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we 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 if 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 Tom is a leader like he say he is, you gotta like, other other than Brady and Gronkowski, what's the total playoff experience of that team? It's pretty low. 
pretty low, but let's make something happen. That's what he's saying. It's been like 17 years since they've been in the playoffs. It's been a minute. I'm not gonna, the Bucks. I'm not going to throw it out there because I really don't know. I'd have to. Yeah, and I don't dig. Know. I'd have to dig He's for that one. Other teams and all that. I don't need. But I will stand up for my boy Carvey because what he said is 100 percent true. Absolutely 100. You hit it on the head, buddy. Um, I can't fault you on that. I but I don't see them having enough to get through the Saints. Saints have been really playing really well the they last have. three or four weeks. They have. Um, especially since Drew Brees came back from those ribs. Mm-hmm. Man, they've been playing lights out. They got Michael Thomas back, getting the mm-hmm. rest off of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kamara does what Kamara does. Exactly. Beast. Yeah. Tom is on, or not Tom, but um, Drew is hitting his marks. Man, that's just in their defense. Absolute, it just lights out. Absolutely it's, it's, stepped up. They have. From the I beginning of the season to now, they are a total different defense. I agree. Yeah. And I, I, agree. I think I think and then I'm gonna highlight what you said. I think that's gonna be the 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 key maker. Kamara's gonna do what he does. Ah. Drew's gonna do what he does. Thomas, we all know that. They yeah. them, them guys are the rock steady, consistent, and improving every every week. Mm-hmm. But that defense, that defense has really, really stepped up, came to play. So I'm going with the Saints on that one. And I'm definitely not a Tom Brady fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and, you know, again, I'm not knocking the Saints because Saints are a deadly team. Beyond the Saints. No, this is a very, very tough pick. Yeah, it is. I mean, again, that it's a two – I mean – because you got two two legends out there playing against each other. Could be their last time seeing them on the field together. And this is going to be a historic game. It could be a historic game where it could be turned out to a shootout. Yeah. Could it turn out to a shootout? I mean. And, and I think it, if it gets it, into it a shootout, I think Tampa Bay wins. It's, yeah. It's a, to me, it's a coin toss because offensively, they, they're both stacked. They yeah. both know how to score with exactly within well, a, I, within a couple plays. I think Brady has better toys. He does. I really do. Other than Camara, yeah. but the biggest thing I see that Brady doesn't have that Drew has. Drew's plays players are that consistent caliber. Yeah, they get better every yeah. game. Brady's players, Evans, up and down, up Brown, and down, up and down, up yeah, and down. they're they're to me, not Evans. Go ahead. Yeah, they're not consistent enough to feel confident enough in a shootout that they're going to do what they're supposed to do. Well, and I hate to say this because I know I I truly believe Bruce Arians is a good coach. Yeah, I really believe. I, that. I like him. Bruce. I like him. However, I think Bruce Arians gets lost in himself a little bit from time to time, and he takes too many chances. And against Sean Payton, I think that gets you beat. And, and it very, would, very well could come yeah. down to turnovers. Who, who is the mastermind of this fucking chess game? Yeah. 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 I totally agree. And absolutely. I totally absolutely. agree. All right. Well, that, we, we did extremely well, gentlemen. We're one minute over time frame. <laughs> So we're done, but we have to give enough time in the show to bring the NBA in. Last 24 hours has been trade 
frenzy. Well, yeah. At, uh, at least for the the local yeah. area. Local area. Not just local. <laughs> it it was what a seventeen. No, it was a fourteen. It was a fourteen trade. Fourteen trade. It was a fourteen trade. All right, so. Uh, if y'all don't know, if y'all are basketball fans or you're familiar with the basketball world, uh, a gentleman, James Harden, that used to play for the Houston Rockets, uh, ever since they lost, I mean, he's been requesting for a trade, but since he, when they lost to the Lakers, he really requests to be traded. Like, look. He just wanted to get out of he Houston. He wanted to get out. He, he wanted to get out of Houston. I think he said, I think he said uh, in a, a tweet, Last week that he felt like he had done everything. He yeah, and I mean, he was he was he was poisoning the locker room where, like John Wall said, because uh, John Wall plays for Houston Rockets now, that you know, teams could do something if they're everybody's on the same page. But if you get a couple of guys, one guy that's on not on the same page. Well, he's such a big part of their their team. Yeah. I mean, what, what was it? I was gonna say, part. what what is he like? A third of their offense? Yeah, because I mean, that's 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 how he is. That's that's James Harden because he's a scorer and he does he wants to do it all. But like, hey, you don't have to do it all. He's not used to that. So, so how's that gonna work with him going? Hey, with, hey, hey, with two other superstars. You, I ain't say who they got traded because they probably don't know. The well, let's let's talk. To, okay. Go ahead. And, all right, <laughs> bring out the trade. All right, so it was a four team trade. He did get traded. So what happened was uh, James Harden went to the New York Nets. Brooklyn. Brooklyn Nets, I'm sorry. Brooklyn Nets. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I'll do anything for you, brother. Yep. The Cavs got Jared Allen, Terion Prince. Uh, the Pacers, they was also involved in that. They got Cars Levert and a second rounder. And the Rockets got Victor Aldipo, Dante Axum, and I'm sorry if I pronounced his name wrong, Rodnes Krokuski, <laughs> or whatever. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna laugh at you trying Rod- to pronounce yeah. it <laughs> because <laughs> I'm not gonna make an attempt on it. <laughs> <laughs> then they got three Brooklyn's uh, first rounders, the 22nd, 24th, and 26th. Milwaukee's uh, first round, 22nd, and unprotected. And for Brooklyn, first round swaps, 21, 35, 25, and 27. But we're going to talk about the Pacers real quick. Uh, everybody's like, I've been seeing posts and people saying, Levert, this is a bad trade. Oh, why we get rid of Victor Aldipo and everything. If anybody know anything about Carlos Levert, when he played for Brooklyn, when before KD came out, he was the guy, he was the scorer. He, was, he scored, like, I would say on the January the 8th. When he played against the Portland Portland Blazer, he scored forty eight points, eleven assists, three uh, three rebounds. I mean, he's five. He's I'm sorry, he's six six as a shooting guard. He can play as shooting guard, small forward. He's a scorer. He plays good defense. He's younger than Victor Oladipo, and it's and it's helping out on our contract wise for him too. For first next year is seventeen million, and after that's eighteen million, and that's. Okay, where Victor Aldipo, if we sign him, it's gonna be over thirty mil. You know, so I think that'd be a that's a good pickup. You know, young, so and we got a second round pick out of it. Yeah, so we got two second round picks. Two of them. Yeah, well, you know, but second rounds in don't the, in, the, in the NBA. Second round. Second don't. round picks like a seventh round pick, and then yeah, it's, it's see, I'm not really big on second rounders because 
they usually don't even make the team. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm what, not, what, honestly, once you get outside the top 20 picks in the NBA, they're usually not productive players. Yeah, that, that's what I said. If the Pacers want to do something, they could probably use them two second rounders for somebody or something, you know. I don't know. but uh, It's usually trade bait. Well, Jake brought, brought up a point that Vic wanted out anyway. He, so he did. Was he, that locker in the, in the Pacer room kind of what he was talking about? And what was happening in Houston because a couple it's of probably didn't so, it, it want probably there. so because I mean it's it's like a he say she say stuff going on. Victor saying that he's going to different teams like oh, I want to be trade to your team in front of the Pacer players and then talking about Miami last year. In the yeah, playoffs. and then he's saying that then now he's saying oh, I didn't say that. You know we've been us Pacer fans we've been, been through that before. We've been that before with Paul George, yeah. and we're not going to get screwed again. I mean. We're not going to take a chance of is he going to come back and lose him for nothing. So we might as well go but ahead. Didn't we get Victor Oladipo out of the Paul George trade and Sabonis and Sabonis and Sabonis? And I'm 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 tell you right now I I respect Victor Oladipo. I like Victor Oladipo, but that I that, do too. He's an Indiana guy. Yeah, but that man Sabonis, <sighs> he's the truth. He 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 look he's he's proven that he wants to stay. He's doing what he has to do, averaging what triple double. He's averaging a double double. Double right? doubles, double doubles all the time. I mean, every game he's averaging double double, and that's that's big, you know. And bringing Karis Levert, so the the project uh, projected uh, starter is gonna be Malcolm Brogdon, Malcolm Brogdon, Levert, T.J. Warren, Miles Turner. Well, isn't Warren out right now with an injury? Injury, but when he come back, so Sabonis and Miles Turner, them mm-hmm. started five with the new coach that we have. With the ball distributing to each other, Pacers are going to be looking more dangerous because now we got uh, Jeremy Lamb coming back. We got Doug McDermott right there. We got Aaron Holiday, Justin Holiday, Conley. Conley. I mean, we we got weapons. Our bench is deep. So T.J. McConnell. I'm sorry. Yeah, T.J. See, that was the first question I asked you about this Levert. Can he score? Yes. You know? Oh yeah. At first, did, did we did we replace or did we get rid of a score for a score or did we get rid of a score for something else? And and you know and that was your answer. You know he he's he's always he, averaging you know high numbers. Yeah, so, and I mean yeah. I'm so, excited to see what happens with it. And everybody and again I, everybody had the same thing that uh, said the same thing when I found. I was like who. I mean, I'm like again. Like me, well, we, I, we, I told we, 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 we I did told you, I, said, I said I don't know anything about this guy other than he's fun to play with on 2K19. <laughs> I, I, I don't know anything. Because I, I ain't lie. When I said Victor, when I said we got Lavera, I was like, oh man, who? I'm like, why can't we get a superstar? And then I'm thinking about it. I was like, okay, before I jump the gun, let me actually check this kid out. He's again, like I said, younger than Victor Aldipo. That's and he's and going he's, to play. He's a Big Ten kid too. Yeah, from Michigan. From Michigan, and he'll play back-to-back games. Unlike Mr. Alipo, which I, again I respect for him, but he will play back-to-back games. And he's he's he will out there. He will. This is where he's going to shine, because Damon Leonard said he's about to go into Pacers and he's going to shine, and I believe that. Just like T.J. Warren, he played for the Suns, came to the Pacers, shine. Sabonis. Play for the OKC, come up to the Pacers, shine. I think I think what what, what you're going to see with this situation, or what what you have seen, 
it was really unfortunate what happened to Victor Oladipo when he had the quad injury. Yeah, that, I mean, that's that, a major injury. Yeah. A lot of players – I don't think a lot of players would even come back from it. But he had this quad injury, and because of him having the quad injury, I think the Pacers front office felt like we have to go get go out there and get somebody to hedge our bets by getting T.J. Warren. Mm-hmm. So they go get T.J. Warren. They work him into the lineup, and they're playing really well with T.J. Warren and Malcolm Brogdon and Sabonis. They're playing really well together, right? Jeremy Lamb's mixing in at that point. In the meantime, here's Old Depot on the sideline, watching games in a suit, rehabbing when he can, mm-hmm. you know, trying to mix in at practice, whatever. But when he finally came back, and I think they pushed him back too early. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. When he finally came back, he was a shadow of himself and couldn't find himself in the offense because there wasn't enough ball to be distributed around because T.J. Warren's hot. They're giving him the ball all the time. Malcolm Brogdon, he's handling the ball most of the time because he's playing point guard. But he's a point He's a point scorer too. Yeah, but, yeah, he's he's scoring off the, off the dribble all the damn time. But you know Victor Oladipo's talented. He's just kind of faded into the background. Mm-hmm. And just faded and faded and faded. And now it's like, okay, guys, I'm an all-star. I, I need to go someplace where I can be an all-star. Yeah. So, now this is where I, I have a question. With James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Joe Harris, KD, and DeAndre Jordan, do you think that chemistry work out with uh, Steve Nash as a head coach? I think they're going to score a lot of points. I don't think they're going to stop anybody. All offense? It's going to be all offense. Let let me ask a question. Yes, sir. With that stacked field in Brooklyn, does LeBron James win another championship? I think LeBron probably gets to the title. Yeah, and I'm – But what does he win? Because because on on paper, I I think Brooklyn can outscore him. It's a coin flip right now. I I think Brooklyn can outscore him. Uh, Yeah, they can probably outscore him. They don't have to play defense. But again – Outscore their asses. Okay, but I want to say this, though. At, I just named like five great players, right? Could be all stars, right? Or were were or have been all stars. Uh, what about their bench? Jared Allen gone. Terion Prince gone. They like they their bench is not strong no more because again defense because Prince stacked on the front five. Yeah, they start. That's what it is. Stacked front five on paper. On paper, they look good. They like. So oh, what's wrong? And you you guys are definitely have to answer this because I'm not a basketball guy and I'm definitely not a coach. But what's wrong with rotating, you know, four of those five throughout the game instead of putting them all on the – on the well, you you, also only one person can score at a time. You so also don't rest, have – Rest uh, KD, why Harden's in there. You, rest Harden, why KD in you, there. You don't want – okay. Okay, think it, about it, – It just doesn't work that way. Exactly. You got to think. This is one thing you got to think about. Okay. You got, for instance, when KD's with uh, the the Warriors, it was Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, KD, uh, Green, uh, Green, and who was their center? JaVale McGee. All right. You didn't see them resting KD. I mean, they keep them mixed up. But my thing is they also had a somewhat benched people to come in to handle stuff, to have the rotation keep on going. Where the Nets, they don't really have that bench like that. They don't have a bench where they can say, oh, man, you come in and keep the 
rotating, rolling, ro keep it going. The wheels rolling like that. Big wheels keep rolling. Well, I think the big rolling. thing you're going to run into within this year too is the grind. Yeah. The, this season they're playing what? Seventy two. Nobody games. would sing mm -hmm. that damn song with me. Nope. <laughs> seventy two. Seventy two games, and all the guys you're talking about are over thirty. Yeah. I mean, these aren't young guys anymore. They're at the. They're either at the top of their prime or at the back end of their prime. And and I, right. And I just want to say to you, Pat, when you say are the Lakers going to win another championship, who say that the Nets are going to make it that far? Because they got to get by. They got you. You got Milwaukee, Milwaukee, and us. You know, and Toronto. Man, I mean, I ain't turning Toronto doing, but still. And then you know. That's what that's that's what I'm saying. They it's they got they got to make it, it there. It, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be fun. so once once we all our the Pacers players is healthy again, we are a contender. We are a a, a contender, and so is everybody else. But right now, Houston problem right now, they got too many guards. Like half of their team is all point guards or shooting guards. So they about to make some more trades. And then they talking about uh, PJ Tur PJ Tucker wants to get traded too, which is their Ford. All right, so they don't right now. The uh, Houston Rockets are in the limbo where what they gonna do? They got like I looked at it literally two centers, uh, three forwards, and like eight or nine guards. <laughs> you know, like what what are, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. What What are you gonna do? I mean, that that is You're too many. Right. That, that's too many guards. I mean, you got you got on your bench. You got Victor, Eric Gordon. They're backcourt uh, heavy. Yeah. It's like, so they there's gonna be some trades. I see Eric Gordon probably getting traded somewhere. Don't know where, but he probably get traded. I see some other. They about to do some trades here soon. All right. Well, that's pretty much the show for tonight, gentlemen. Yeah. Well, I think we've got. We, One more thing that we have to talk about. What? Uh -oh. oh, yeah. The effects of the weather. Oh, my gosh. It's In been NBA? so cold. Oh, it's been so cold. What happens when it's cold outside, Pat? My nipples get hard. Well, besides the good things. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, that's At nasty. Times, your heating and cooling system can go down. It can. Yeah. And then your nipples will get hard. Yes. Oh, that's nasty. So how, <laughs> how are we going to prevent Big P's nipples getting hard? Well, first thing, you'd never want to see Big P's nipples hard because they're like, no. FING! <laughs> you want to see them magnificent deal. It looks, it, looks like, it, it looks like this. It's yeah, weird. Like it's, rockets. You, you want to see those pretty son bitches. I'll tell God, it's disturbing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if your heat and AC goes out, especially your heat, like call our friends that prefer mechanical. <laughs> And if you mention the show, you get how much? Ten. 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 One more time. How much we get? Ten. Ten. Percent off. Again, call our friends for, for mechanical. Our number is area code 317-924-4042. Mention the show, you get 10% 10 10. off. Please, because you, you don't. Hey, because here we make sure it's worn because we don't want to see Pat's nipples. Eh, gross. Me. They want to see it. Oh, that's <laughs> nasty. They just don't admit it on camera. So you net no. They don't come. I'm like Cleveland. This is, and he's like Quagmire. He's like giggity. <laughs> <laughs>
And this anyway, is Peter. <laughs> you guys, it was a great show. Usually we're not time sensitive on a uh, on this show, but tonight we kind of had to because had a lot to talk. About. We yeah. had a lot to talk about and we not got a lot of time to do it in. So I'm proud of hell this. of a professional job you did. Good do. job, fellers. Damn good job. He said professional. I don't know about all that. <laughs> and, and then we like start, like then we, we get paid. <laughs> then we start talking about hard nipples. <laughs> This guy Shout right that here. one out. Yes. Anyways, Garvey, final thoughts, brother. Final thoughts. I want to say this. Happy birthday to my little sister, Brianna. She's turning 24 years old. Happy, happy birthday to my uncle. Happy birthday. Unk. And then my son's birthday. He's turning 11 years old Saturday. So AJ. happy birthday. I love y'all. Everybody take care of your body. Take care of your health. Take care of your mental because if you lose one of those, you lose it all. Yeah, hey. How many birthdays you got? I don't have birthdays. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> so, my final thoughts go out to a, a special little man in my life. I say little man. He's probably two of me now. But my son got a job. Oh. Ooh. So, congratulations, What strip clubs he working at? <laughs> He could be the one hell of Man, a bouncer. Man, you talk, you talk about some hard nipples. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said, sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, sit Ian. Way, way, way to be a man. Way to do it, Ian. Way, way to do it. Pat, final thought. All I got to say um, is happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Carvey's family. And you know this. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. She's a cool chick. Yes. She's an absolutely awesome chick. So, but no. She's Happy a- birthday. Uh, and everybody else who have birthdays today, too. Happy birthday to y'all. And that, that, that should cover January's birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my final thought. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, you guys be good to each other. No drinking and driving. Be safe. Yeah, always. always be safe. Call that Uber. It's a whole lot cheaper. Or call Pat. Or call me if you got my number. If not, I'll give you car base. No, don't do that because I want Area to. code 812. Kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you guys be good to each other. No drinking and driving. And as always, go, go close. Pat number is... 317 924 <laughs> 4042 <laughs> 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 <laughs>